Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. See, in the name of ecumenism, it's not that we are trying to bring the religions together. Instead, to say that they are already together, they are already one. If at all there is a religion, there is only one religion. But you have many labels. Like rain water. The scriptures beautifully give this analogy. Until the rain water falls onto the ground. But remember, this example was given long before. Now, even before it falls onto the ground, something happens to it. But at that time there was no problem with ecology, no pollution. So until it fell on the ground, all the raindrops retained their similarity. They are all nothing but clean, distilled water. And do you know what distilled water means? Colorless, odorless, tasteless pure water. But once they fall onto the ground, then they take the color of the ground, the taste of the ground, and the odor of the ground. If it falls onto the Red Sea, it becomes red water, Red Sea water. If it falls onto the salt lake, it becomes salt water. But until it falls down, it's all the same. No, everywhere, all over the globe, wherever it rains, there's only one water, rain water. And in that it rains supreme purity. And the same way, religion also, by itself, is the same. There are no two different religions. Probably here we should understand what we call religion. What is the meaning of religion? Of course, the people who know different languages, they say religion is a Latin word and it means to get back or to bind back Anything that would help you to get back is your religion. The purpose of religion is to get back. And even this has its defect in a way. When you say, get back, when did I get off? And where is it to get back? 
there's time and space comes in. The Hindu scriptures beautifully say that you don't even need to get back somewhere. You don't need to even get it in you. All you have to do is to know. You simply forgot. Know that you are that pure water. Just because you fell on America, you got American flavor. When you fell in India, you get Indian flavor, Australian flavor, Mexican flavor, and the taste. But before you fell, you were the same. Even after you were still the same, only your color got changed. See? The essence is still the same. Not that you lost your essence. Your spiritual reality is still the same. You are still the image of God, as Bible puts it. Not that you lost it. You can never lose it. Even if you want, you cannot. Essentially, we are all the same. Then if we are same essentially, why we talk differently? That's what you call nonsense. Because it doesn't make sense. If we are sensible, we will remember the essence. And then still, for the sake of the world, talk nonsense. It doesn't matter. Because when you are in Rome, behave like Romans. Otherwise you miss the fun. Like the players in a drama. At a stage they put different costumes, different makeups, different names, but they all know their reality, who they are, what they are. But as long as they are on the stage, they have to at least act that they have forgotten their reality. And they assume the false reality for the sake of the play. Imagine in those days, normally ladies never came to take part in drama. Mostly all men. At least I'm talking about India, because in those days I was not here. And uh, of course, if there are all men in a drama, in a, in a story, you have to have women also. So who will play that part? Men. They will shave off everything and put the costume to act like a, a lady. Then imagine a husband and wife or a king and queen, both are male, but here one is a woman, another one is a man. Suppose the king calls the queen, my, my dear queen, come here. I'm not your queen, I'm just a man. What will happen to the drama then? You have to act that part. 
But while you act, you don't forget the truth. You have to remember the truth also, because there are situations where you have to cry for the loss of a child, for example. The child is dead, and the mother who is not really a mother, and who is not even a, a female, putting the costume of a, a woman, acting as the mother of the child, drags the child, puts the child's body on the lap, and cries for the lost child. The fact is, the child is not dead, the child is not hers or his. Imagine the situation here. He, acting as a mother, crying over a child who is not really dead, but acts as a dead child. If she gets up and says, Oh no, this is not my child, she is not even dead, why should I cry? What will happen? Stones will come from the audience. <laughs> you missed the play. Okay, at the same time, if this, I don't know what to say, if this girl or boy, forgets that he is a boy and she assumes, identifies himself as the girl or the mother and then identifies the boy as really a dead boy, totally identifies himself into the play and the part that he is playing, what will happen? He will keep on crying. There will be no end because when you lose a child you have to cry. And if he continues to cry, Behind the screen, the director will scold you. Hey, come on, it's time to get up and take the body, go to the doctor, do something. Eh? You forgot that eh? it's not your child, you are just crying there. Eh? Is it not so? See the situation here. If you forget your reality and identify yourself as the part, there again the play goes wrong. And if you don't identify and remember your truth and stick to the truth, there again the play goes wrong. So that means you have to remember your truth and at the same time you remember your part. Play well. And that is what you call knowledge knowledge of the reality and knowledge of the worldly part. Otherwise, if you think that, yes, you are an immortal soul, souls never die, we all know that. You go to your funeral place, they are all crying over a dead person. You go there and you just laugh, oh, what is nonsense, eh? he is never dead. Eh? You foolish fellows, eh? what will happen? At least cry with them for a little while and then slowly say, oh, well, all right, don't you know, after all, eh? soul is immortal. Tell me one fellow who stayed that long here, 
Everybody has to die one day. What do you mean by death? After all, see in this body, he lived for a while and he left the body and went away, gone away. So then you begin your philosophy, but not as soon as you walk in. And that is what is life. When you are in, Re in Rome, behave like Roman, but don't become a Roman. Get their confidence first and then slowly inject your truth. Unfortunately, when we forget this truth, we fight even in the name of religion. Because all the various religions are nothing but different labels, different modes of worship, if you want to call it. The purpose of the religion is the same, to know your true nature, to remember it again and to stay in that. But for the same purpose we may have many approaches. I always like to give a simple analogy. If I ask you people to give me the purpose of your eating, I am sure you are all going to come with the same answer, because there is only one purpose for eating. I am hungry, I am eating. To satisfy my hunger, I am eating. Nobody will disagree with that, except probably a few. Even if I am not hungry, just to satisfy my tongue, I eat. We ignore them. Okay. Having established that we have only one purpose in eating, if I ask you then, what would you eat to satisfy that purpose? Will you come with same answer? No. Somebody will say, hey, Upma is really great. Huh? Hmm. Bread butter is nothing. Is it plain, clean food? Hmm. All nowadays white flour, salad, pure salad, sprouts, nothing like that. Another fellow will come. No, pizza is the best one. A Mexican will come. Nothing can be tortilla. Remember that. <laughs> if anybody says, that they can appease their hunger with other food, they will go to hell. Totya is the only one will appease your hunger. The only business comes. The bread butter man will say, nonsense, only bread butter will satisfy your hunger. So the bread butter fights with totya. The totya fights with pizza. And then the fight goes to the climax to the level of even demanding separate country. All the pizza should go to one country, <laughs> Totia should go to another country. We will never even want to allow the pizzas to come into Totia's country because he hates that food. If any time he wants to come, he should have a special visa. 
So we begin to divide the globe into pizza country, tortilla country, uh, macrobiotic country, eh? spaghetti country. And each one will write a scripture about spaghetti. God created spaghetti the very first time. <laughs> it came directly from the heaven. You write a scripture, it's sure. And you'll have a special church for it <laughs> to sing the glory of spaghetti. I don't mean to say that you should not have variety of food because variety is the spice of life. We want variety, we enjoy variety. We have only one tongue and one tummy but we have many food. We don't eat the same every day. We get tired. That's why we enjoy life, because we want varieties. There's nothing wrong in it. But the problem is, when we forget behind all the variety, there is only one purpose. Then we fight. There's no more fun. Variety is for our fun, for our play. When you forget the truth, the play becomes a fight. And unfortunately, this kind of ignorance or egoism has descended even into religions. Unless you put a label as a Buddhist or a Christian or a Catholic or a Zen, you cannot go to heaven. Each one claims that. My church is the only way. We may even can afford to have differences in the other areas, politically, language-wise, other things. Even that is in a way nonsense. But still, in a way we can tolerate that, we can even find a reason for it. All right, he speaks differently. But the purpose of religion is to make people realize the spiritual oneness. All other things do not have that purpose or may not have it. But the religion has only one purpose. What? To educate you about your spiritual nature to make you realize the God within, to make you go back to the kingdom within. That is the purpose of religion. If we remember that and realize that, are there differences in spirits? The spirit in you, spirit in her, spirit in a cat and a dog is the same. There is only one essence. Even in an atom, you have the same spirit. Of course, in the modern language, we can call it awareness or conscience, consciousness. The same consciousness pervades. That's why if we cannot come together in understanding the basic purpose of religion, 
can never be experiencing this oneness. Because only in spirit we are one. We can never be one in body or mind. There are no two similar minds in the whole universe. There are no two similar bodies. Even the twins differ in their physical features. As I told you the other day, we don't agree even in this little area, half a square inch, thumb area. That's why the FBI make the best use of it. We don't agree even in this area physically. Taste differs, temperaments differ. So in which area we can feel the oneness, we are one only in spirit, only in that essence. That is the message behind all the religions. No matter what your label is. You may go to a church or a synagogue or a temple or a zendo, it doesn't matter. You may sing in Sanskrit, sing in Arabic or Latin. or Indian language, any language doesn't matter. The spirit knows all the language. Or if you want to use the term God, God knows all the language. You don't need translators for that. Because God doesn't bother about what you say. He knows what you feel, what you think. Even before you open your mouth, God knows. So it doesn't matter what language you use, what place you worship, what way you worship. Some people go stand and worship, some people kneel and worship, some people fall and worship. There are still so many who roll and worship. Yes, you know that? There are people who roll around a temple. Angapradakshanam they call it. It doesn't matter whether you kneel or fall or roll, you worship. You look for the same experience. It doesn't matter whether you sit and meditate or jump and dance and sing. You have the same purpose. If we can agree in this, we will never unnecessarily criticize other man's approach. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.